Arsenal. Welcome back to another episode of Blast from the Arsenal. I'm your host, Angelo, and with me today is... Diddly. Diddly. Hello, everyone. How you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm all right, thank you. Good. Now, before we start, just want to uh, remind our listeners to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, and make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Diddly, what handle they need to follow? At Blast Arsenal Pod. At Blast Arsenal Pod, that is correct. And we're also on YouTube, so be sure to check that out too. Just search for Blast from the Arsenal and see all the random crap that we post on there anyway. Uh, so Diddly, episode three. Episode three. Episode three. Now, and I think we should say a big thank you to all of our listeners thus far. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, just... Feeling the love. We've been embraced and... Uh, accepted. Accepted, yeah. From all around the world, it seems. Including, but not limited to, the United Kingdom, obviously. Now, we've had listeners in the States. Uh, we've got South Africa, Nigeria, Germany, New Zealand, Poland, and probably many, many other places too. So, um, the Twitter, Arsenal family, or just the podcasting family in general, really, is... Yeah, yeah. Both w- brilliant. Worldwide. Yeah. So, thank you. In fact... Twitter in particular, we put a question out this week, didn't we? Or last week. Last week, yeah. Which was, who was your favourite Arsenal player growing up? Regardless of your age. Regardless yeah. of your age. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter. Everyone starts somewhere. And we just put it out there as a bit of it. Let's have a little conversation starter. We had over 200 responses to it. Yeah. And, you know, for a small little podcast like us, that is... That was great. Some good responses on there too, like... Some of, you could tell how old people are. You like, could. There's such a wide range of ages on there. It's, it's good to see. There was. Uh, some funny responses as well. <laughs> yeah, anyone in particular got yours? Uh, so, I got one. Go on. Someone said, <laughs> Cliff Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, if you don't know who he is, Aston fans, Google him. Uh, and, uh, Pascal Seagan was a favourite of mine. Pascal Seagan. I, I saw a Squalacci, I'm sure I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pascal, yeah. Was he another Pascal? No, Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian Scalacci, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Who's the guy? Jeremy Lynch. He's right. Okay. This is past past me by. I'm not really sure what this is all about, but so I know I'm aware of who he is. Well, who is he? Just so that I know for oh, sure. Oh right. Uh, so so I think I know. So he's like a football freestyle douchebag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so did he actually play at Arsenal or not? I've no idea. Because <laughs> I see, I see like some uh, subcontext of people sort of uh, saying, oh, and Jeremy Lynch said that, you know, he, he was in the Invincible squad and he'd have played ahead of Burkham and Henri if uh, Wenger had picked him properly. And I'm thinking, I haven't taken the time to, uh, you know, Google this guy, but surely that's not true. Well, growing up, I was a massive, massive championship manager fan. And now... You say growing up, but you've mentioned well, it several times. I, uh, <laughs> and also, like, Obviously, that's transitioned into football manager now. But back in the day, I was like very into it. Bit of a nerd. Mostly played as Arsenal. And I can categorically tell you, because it was quite a big squad, he was not in it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen him on any of the ones that I used to play. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But he was mentioned. Somebody did name drop him as uh, his favourite player growing yeah, up. that's quite funny. That threw me. But some fantastic responses. So thank you so much for those. And, um, well, so much has gone on in the news this week, actually, until the past few days, where it's been quite quiet on the old transfer front. But we'll come on to that shortly. Um, the other Twitter response we got was from a former Guna. Oh, all right, yeah. So, uh, I can't remember what it was. Somebody put a tweet out, and I replied... I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but I replied with the words, Glenn Helder. And then I put, and people were now frantically searching Wikipedia to find out who Glenn Helder is. And he replied, because <laughs> I, I tagged him in. No, I didn't even tag him in, actually. He must have found himself on my tweet. You know, like famous people might just type their name in, like, Angelo, and then see where they... they so he was sat at home going, I wonder what Glenn Helder news there is today. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's Dutch, though, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about so that. Stop, stop. Yeah. Um, so he replied with two laughing face emojis. Um, so first interaction with a famous uh, Arsenal gooner. He was a decent player, to be fair. I don't know if he you was. remember him. Well, yeah, because I mentioned him. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I do. Yeah, he was rapid. He was. Yeah. He was very quick and... Um... He arrived with a 
an amazing hairstyle, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Quite long hair, but then he, I think he shaved it off eventually. Yeah, I think he went a bit short back and sides. Um, so, funnily that, yeah, we had him um, reply to us. Thanks for the follow. Not, but feel free to if you're listening to this, Glenn. Uh, and then the other famous celebrity that we, I say celebrity very loosely, but yeah. verified person on Twitter, we'll call them that, that responded to one of our tweets this week was... You want to, uh, I can't even, George, George Galloway. Galloway, yes. Right, okay. That's, that's a little embarrassing, isn't it? It is, but we'll take it. Right. You know, we're only on 1200 followers now. Thanks for all the followers, guys. Um, but yeah, George Galloway. So I think somebody replied to. So the... is he a gooner? No, he's not. He's not. No, so here's the embarrassing uh, story this, this week. Um, somebody replied saying, I think it was Liam Brady is their favourite yeah. Arsenal player growing up. And he replied saying, excellent choice, great player, where's that effect? So I thought, oh, nice one, George. So I replied to him saying, well, what about George? What about you, George? Who was your favourite player? And he replied, uh, Liam Brady. Right. I thought, oh, brilliant. Well, in between him replying and me sending that message, I sent the message and then I googled who his favourite football team was. And it was Celtic. And obviously Celtic have quite a strong Irish... Scottish, understandably, but Irish uh, heritage, Scottish Irish heritage. So, uh, yeah, he's not even an Arsenal fan, but he replies. So, two famous replies this week. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. Right, where should we start this week? Uh, Arsenal have just, what, two, three days ago, two days ago, uh, had a behind the closed doors, not the closed doors, behind closed doors friendly against Aston Villa, where they succumbed to a 3 2 defeat. They did. Thoughts? I uh, don't have much uh, thoughts on this really because they've given out very little information about it. We know Aubameyang scored two. Uh, I think one was a pen. Yep. And Sabayos played, which was surprising because he only announced the day before, I think. Yes, that he has joined for a second uh, second season, isn't he, online? Yeah, which is Great news, I it think. Yeah, uh, yeah, that looks like a good deal. Yeah, uh, no fee, but we're paying his wages. Correct. So, yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's really good. I think. Yeah, understands Arteta the way yeah. it works. He even said I improved under Arteta. So, hearing a player say that will naturally make other players that are linked with the club yeah. think. I've heard lots of players saying that Arteta is, yeah. is a brilliant manager. We, yeah. we mentioned that last week. And coming from Real Madrid as well, mm. to say that uh, speaks volumes, really. Yeah. So that's yeah. good news. That is um, good news. I, I do, do you read anything into the fact that when we played MK Dons in a pre-season friendly, it was streamed on Arsenal Media TV or Arsenal Player, but this was a behind-closed-doors game and there was no... There was no real build-up to it. It was almost a bit hush-hush, the fact that there was even this friendly taking place. Um, do you read anything into that in terms of not so much team selection because it's obviously been international duty this week, but formations or, or or even possibly selections, you know, trying players in certain positions? Yeah, possibly. I mean, he gave starts to... Well, well I don't know if they started, but he gave... Um, playing time. Playing time to Willian as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and it... Uh, the man of mystery, back from the cold, Mr. Meza Oh, yes, of course. I was thinking, which one? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. So that I found that the most interesting part of it because there's plenty of youth team players that he could have called up to, to play um, instead, you know, given yeah. a run out, given a had a look, look at. And I just think uh, the fact that he was involved probably means there's a chance there's a chance that he uh, could uh, have a way back into the team yeah, this well, season it's interesting you mentioned Ozil we've had a question this week right. from uh, one of our listeners listeners uh, Sonny who's on Twitter at Mercurial Sonny he says good morning I would love to know your thoughts on how Meza Ozil can be redeemed plus what new shirt number should Martinelli get Saka has already been given the number 7 thanks uh, so first on the Ozil situation, how can Ozil redeem himself? Just got to get his head down. Yeah. Work hard in training, do what is asked of him and he'll get picked. Mm. There's no it, denying on his day, 
He is amazing. Yeah, he's got the talent. But when he doesn't apply himself... Mm-hmm. It's without the ball, that's where the questions are. Um, does he track back enough? Andros Townsend said that this weekend, actually. Uh, this week, I think, or last week, I keep getting confused, on TalkSport. Of Mesut. Of Ozil, saying he's brilliant. You know, the Premier League are obsessed with this tracking back type, yeah. win the ball, high press player. He's not that player. No. So I mean, he used to get get away with it, uh, but football changes quickly. Mm. Um, you know, new tactics, systems, formations, ideas. For him, he has to adapt, or, like, that's, you know, he'll find where he is now. Yeah. Um, but he's, he seems happy with that, doesn't he? Which happy is to, odd. To coast, pick up the money and um, leave on a free next year by the sounds of it. Because if you, if you think about it, in theory, from the 1st of January, if that is when the next transfer window will reopen again, he's free to sign for a club overseas, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, or pre, you know, pre-contract. Pre-contract, yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I'm with you. I think if he's not going to go... This summer, which doesn't look likely if he's just played in pre-season. Uh, I think the only way for him to redeem himself to Arteta and to Arsenal fans is get your head down and do what you've got to do. Because he does have a chance to keep that legacy that it could go. I feel like it could go either way. If he has a good season, the final season, I've seen on Twitter this. Uh, have you seen the last dance, the Jordan I, I know. Do you know what I have? That's the Michael Jordan uh, Netflix yeah, series, isn't Chicago it? Yeah, the Chicago Bulls. I haven't seen that yet. It's a brilliant documentary called The Last Dance because they kind of knew that this was the last time that they were going to be together as a team. Um, so they you know, gave it everything they got. And I've seen this sort of being banded about that you know, this is Ozil's last dance, his chance to leave a, a fairly good sort of account of himself at Arsenal Football Club mm. um, or he could hello is that him now <laughs> or he could just fade away not play again and he'll probably go down as a bit of a flop which is a shame because he is he is talented yeah and... he, he his signing changed the outlook of Arsenal I think because he was the first major major signing that Arsenal had made for such a massive fee yeah. for such a long time it's you know big big fee mm. from a big big club yeah. that didn't really want to sell him no um, it's yeah it's so hard isn't it because even if he has a blinder this season would you class him as an Arsenal legend legend's a bit of a stretch hmm uh, and the problem is we've won so many FA Cups that we almost underplay the importance yeah, of the FA Cup and he's yeah. won what two two three? or three now well, not, he wasn't massively involved in mm. the last one but he did he must have made he must have qualified but, yeah, as a winner for uh, the previous round yeah look if we win a trophy this season and he plays a big part in it yeah you know, you know it's especially if if it's a European trophy people mock the Europa League mm. But it's, you know, Arsenal haven't won a European trophy for... Since 1994, Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time. Yeah, and I think the last time we were in with the 2006 Champions League final, which we lost, and we had the 2000, what was the UEFA Cup final against Galatasaray, I think we lost on penalties. Yeah. You know, we've been the, the nearly men, but even that we haven't done that enough, have we? What's that, three different occasions? Yeah, well, it's not good enough, three. really. No, it's not. Um, so how can he redeem himself I think as you say apply himself I mean look at Danny Ceballos who we've just mentioned he actually said he didn't feel he was playing enough and he went to Arteta and said you're not playing me and Arteta said yeah you're not fit enough so he, he went away and trained like a machine he got a gym put in his house and look what happened he might be one of our best players the second half of the season so he kind of needs to take a leaf out of that book and I, I wonder whether Rose was almost bel- <laughs> It sounds weird to say believe your own hype because he is a great player but almost that you know who I am I don't need to do this type of stuff. Yeah and he does have that about him because I've seen him do it at games when they're doing the warm up um, when they put the cones down and they have to do this little sprint thing he just walks through it. Yeah. Can't involve it. That's embarrassing. Mm. 
so yeah well look I hope he pulls his finger out and turns it around yeah. and gets a few games who knows Yeah. We, we need creative players and he's one of the best so yeah I don't know we'll fingers see. crossed we'll, we'll see, see what yeah, happens that's, uh, yeah and uh, the second point to that question was uh, what number should Saka get Saka uh, no no I'm lying what new shirt number should Martinelli get? Saka has already been given the number seven. Um, are you a big believer of football players and numbers? And it's like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted like the number I wanted. Yeah. Just because you like that number. Uh, it can. Yeah, it's, you can be superstitious, can't you? Or well, like, I'm I'm old school. I feel like a right back should have number two, and the left yeah, back should yeah, have number yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. I I get that, but that's just. From an OCD, it looks nice and neat perspective. You yeah. know, you get players in Italy who were like 99 on the back of their shirts or, you know, 75 or whatever. Yeah, well, that, that, that's... Uh, it's not American football. Pretty common, though, isn't it? Yeah. To have whatever number now. But yeah, as long as it's not like William Gallas picking number 10. Yeah, as a centre-back. Back, that's ridiculous. Or uh, was it Nicholas Bentner had 52 and then changed it to 25 when he offered to refund everyone that had yeah, yeah. got Bentner 52 yeah. on his back, which cost him about a tenner. In refunds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> two people had his shirt. And one was his son. I yeah. Paddy Power covered the cost. Yeah, yeah. All their so, um, I don't even know what numbers are available, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, uh, let's just have a look at the squad list. Uh, seeing as he's injured, and he posted a pic on Instagram the other day, and he's still got this nasty-looking leg brace thing yeah. clamped to his knee. Protective boot, is it? Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll he'll have a new number to be honest. No, what is he now? Thirty five or if I made that up? I don't even know what number he is. Yeah, he's thirty five or thirty six, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um Okay. He's not gonna play until next year. Is that for definite? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean that is a huge blow if that's true. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, massive blow. Yeah, uh, if he does pick one, it'll maybe something in the twenties. I don't know, that's what Young players tend to do. They they have a higher number and they work their way towards the eleven. Don't they? Yeah. Starting yeah. eleven. If Torreira leaves, maybe he'll take. Yeah, so that's a good shout. Actually, yeah. that's a good shout. Um, uh, although saying that, saying that, this goes against everything that our good friend. Now I'm lying. What's going on with me tonight? You know, I'm, I'm halfway through a beer. I was going to say Saka's taken eleven. Saka's taken seven because mm-hmm. he had seventy-seven before, didn't he? Was that what Saka had? I'm sure it was. Well, anyway, we'll go with Martinelli potentially getting a, a number 11. Good with that? Yeah. All right. That was a bit of a joke, going through all of that. Sorry about that. But from one joke to another... Okay. Do you know what I'm going to say? I uh, think you do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to talk about the Spurs documentary? What quickly? a joke! Did you watch the Man City version of... All or Nothing, which is the obviously the, now this season is, is all about Spurs on on Amazon Prime. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that. Um, I have seen all the NFL ones, All or Nothing, LA Rams, yeah. uh, Cardinals, Cardinals, yeah, Patriots. No, Dallas. No, I don't think so. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. One. I've seen all of those. Yeah, and I love those. Yeah, um, the Rams one, ironically, is my favourite one. I, I say ironically because obviously they're owned, <laughs> owned by, owned the by Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Well, we'll come on to that in a bit. Yeah, we are, yeah. Um, yeah so, so you haven't seen the City version? I haven't. The no. first one, which I did watch. I watched that when it first came out. Yeah. And you know when you go to watch a film, um, but you know what's going to happen. So obviously City had the amazing season season before last, Liverpool won it last season, but the season before that, they were breaking all sorts of records for the number of goals they were scoring, their points tally, everything else. And it was, even though I don't support Man City, you can't deny their footballing philosophy, which at the time was clearly all Arteta's work, and, you know, Guardiola was the co-man. Their football philosophy is amazing, the way they play football is fantastic, etc, etc. So it was a really good watch, and you kind of, because it's one of those fly-on-the-wall documentaries, access all areas it was actually a really good watch and in a weird sort of way you kind of become emotionally happy that this team have won and gone through this journey right with Spurs 
be more different. Right. So, uh, what were you expecting? Uh, it well, so far it's, I think there's six episodes, isn't there? So far, yeah. And I'm I've only watched two. You've watched two. I've actually watched all six, and it's turned out to be the comedy I thought it was. Right. That's good because after watching two, I was I was expecting something a bit like The Office, David Brent, and yeah. Well, there's that famous scene that's well already famous. Gareth is. Harry Kane. <laughs> is that the scene you're on about? No, Jared, no. Speech? no. Oh, no, God. Well, I was going to mention that. What, when you're trying to give a rousing speech as a captain, yeah. and he's like, what's fucking you Come on! <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, I think Marino talks about him to his assistant manager and says he's a leader by example. Mm. You know, he'll score the goals and he'll, he'll train like a professional and he leads by example. Whereas you might have captains of old that have maybe, at any club, that have not actually been the most technically gifted players, but, you know, their heart's in it, they wear the heart on their sleeve, and they will go into battle, just give everything. Yeah. Give the rousing speeches. That's where Harry Kane falls down, because it's like, everyone's looking at him going, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Almost like, they don't really respect what he's saying, they're not fired up or understand what, no. <laughs> what he's saying. I get where they're coming from, where he's, Mourinho is coming from, that he's... Like quite professional yeah. in, in that respect. And, and he is their, to, let's be fair, he is their standout player, isn't he? Mm. I'm surprised he's still there, to be honest. Well, nine years. Yeah, he did say that, I, I mean, I would say not to point out any spoilers, but it's based on true facts of last season, which we've all seen. And not that I want to talk Spurs too much on this Arsenal podcast, but they talk about Ericsson uh, leaving and goes to Inter Milan in January, and they're watching it on Sky Sports News. And Harry Kane does say something like, you know, he's a great player, he's, he's a really good guy, and uh, I guess for some people, they, they do want to go and experience new things, because, you know, I've been here for nine years, and and it was almost that dot, 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 and I've not won anything. <laughs> you know, that's the fact of the matter, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's and, right. And, and then he has his big hamstring injury, so there's almost that, he talks about, you know, football's career is really short, I've been here nine years, as you say, I'm 27 now, and... Well, you know, I'm approaching my thirties, and then you think about your thirties, and it's like, well, you're coming to the end of your career. I think I, I do wonder whether he might actually leave at some point, and I hope he doesn't because I think Spurs might actually be a better team without him. Oh, I, I don't care. Well, yeah, there, there, there is that, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'd no, rather I don't know. I don't know. I I was just expecting this sort of cringe-worthy comedy, and I hope that's what I get. Oh, but it, I've just found it. Fucking dull, if I'm being honest. A bit like, a bit like Spurs full stop. Um, Eric Dyer speaking Portuguese is yes. probably my highlight of, of, of watching it. Because you didn't expect it? or Yeah, because he epitomises Spurs for me, Eric Dyer. <laughs> right? He's absolute garbage, right? I massively overrated. Don't know how he gets played for, Eng- how he plays for England. And he's boring as fuck. Fuck as well. Like, yeah. There's nothing about him, is yeah. there? Yeah. But then he come out and spoke Portuguese, and I was like, okay, a little bit of culture there. Yeah. Well, he, he was born in Portugal, wasn't he? Yeah, he used to play for Sport in Lisbon. That's right. That's right. Um, and Mourinho's tried to sign him a few times mm. at United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Match made in heaven. Um, would you, how would you feel about them doing an Arsenal version of that? I wouldn't like it, I don't think. I think it'd be more interesting and I'd obviously be emotionally uh, invested invested into it. But yeah, you just up it's you're there for the taking, aren't you? You're there for the banter. Yeah. It, you know. Well this is the, this is what I'm saying. City could back it all up. Yeah. Because they won everything that yeah. season pretty much, apart from Europe. Whereas we know what happens with Spurs, they yeah. celebrate finishing sixth and then they don't win the FA Cup final. <laughs> or even make it but they don't win anything do yeah. they Arsenal do and they've, they've been demoted into the qualifying rounds of the Europa League and it's funny because there is a speech at one point in, in the um, in the documentary where Mourinho says you see the FA Cup how many of you, how many of you have ever won the FA Cup that's what I thought because <laughs> <laughs> that one puts their hand up and uh, he pretty much says you know you have to be special to win this FA Cup you have to be brilliant you have to be lucky you have to be all these things 
and obviously unbeknown to him, Arsenal go on to win it and, and they don't win anything. So worth a watch, I think. If you're interested in football and you hate Spurs, then definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I'd feel about it for Arsenal. I, I'd love it because it would be a behind the you know behind um, behind the scenes get to see a bit more of your manager there is that, the there is that, and all yeah. that stuff because it's it's amazing kind of fly on the wall stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the players and the manager forget cameras are there. Mm. But and we do moan that Arsenal aren't transparent enough when it no. comes to. Well, since the Cronkies took over, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Potential for... Disaster. Disaster. I don't know. I'm surprised, especially as the LA Rams have done it under Cronkie, that he's not pushing it for... Maybe we'll be next season. Yeah. Maybe the Arteta revolution. There's no mention of it, is there? I don't think. No. There's no whispers no. that they're going to Well, be... if you look at it, City had it when they won the league. Nothing happened with Liverpool. Oh no, hold on, nothing up with Liverpool, but actually that was the same season. Spurs, but they're doing that for Spurs, aren't they? So, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so that, yeah, that, that was that. Uh, what else did we see this week? This week we also saw... The Alexis Sanchez... Admission. Admission. The grass isn't always greener in Manchester. What did he say? He said, after his first training session... He was on the phone to his agent asking if they could tear up the contract so he could come back to Arsenal. Yep. I mean, what can you say about that? What a waste. What a waste, yeah. What a waste. So, he's not the first player to leave Arsenal and regret it. Yeah. Alex Leb, who went to Barca, said it. Song. Song said it, yeah. I forgot about him, Alex Song. Um, I think you'll find Petit, Overmars... You know, they went to Barcelona, didn't they? It was like a joint deal. I don't think it particularly worked out for them. And people cl- people always say, you don't realise how big a club Arsenal is until you leave. Even Kev Campbell has said it in the past because he, he played at Arsenal in the early 90s. He went on to uh, play in Turkey. He played at Everton. He played at all these great clubs. And he said, the one club that I really felt in love with was Arsenal. And you don't realise how great it is until you leave. So... Sanchez coming out and saying that was interesting, but it, it did leave a hint or a taste in your mouth of, oh, what could have been. We couldn't back two expensive horses in Ozil and Sanchez. I think we might have spoken about this last week or week before. Yeah. But do you think we maybe backed the wrong horse in the end? Do you think, because there was talk that Sanchez was going to sign, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't think there's a case of that we backed the wrong horse. I just feel like. He had a change of heart, maybe last minute. A lot more money was on the table. And he made the wrong decision, mm. I think. You don't think we should have he's tried? He's lost two years of football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's gone to Inter Milan. Yeah. That whole transfer was a fiasco, if you think about it. Yeah, it The was. best thing to come out of that was the Yo Pierre, you want to sign... Yeah, look, that's how we have to look at it, that we replaced him with a Bamiang, who... Works hard for the team. Yeah. He's, not he's, just for himself. He's not an individual. Scores more goals. All the same, you know. Yeah. A lot of goals. Yeah. Replaced his And goals, yeah. he's just a good guy that everyone loves. Um, whereas Alexis just kind of went home and played with his dogs, didn't he? So. <laughs> played what with his dogs? That uh, is the question. Yeah. I don't know, want to know where he's on a hiding the bone. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't help but feel like. Uh, those two years have passed and we've got nothing tangible out of Ozil and if the sh- if if the swap would have been different and we'd have kept Alexis would have we have would we have got more from Alexis than we have out of Ozil do you, do you know what I mean I mean arguably we wouldn't have Orba and therefore it would have just be a like for like swap anyway but yeah but we probably would have it, yeah he was settled and how was that? Yeah. Yeah. I can't, there's, there's not really much else to say on it, really, is there? Other than that's good good banter to... United. Yeah, to what a shambles they were at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Celevy. He's gone. We all move on. 
And, you know, hopefully this will act as a lesson for other Arsenal players in the future. You'd like to think in the past, those players that we've mentioned would have learnt. Um, but clearly not. So, yeah, let's hope. I mean, Orba still hasn't signed his yeah, contract. So let, yeah, let's hope that he uh, doesn't follow in Alexis's footsteps. Yeah. Make a bad decision. Because he looks happy. Yes. Yeah, he does. And like you say, football isn't the longest of careers. But I think players need to have like another sort of perspective on it that happiness is very important. Yeah. You know, to be settled to with your family as well in a place that you like to live and play for a coach or manager, however you want to look at yeah. Arteta. Play for someone that you like playing for, you enjoy playing for. Because I've been at clubs where... I've been enjoying it and then the manager's left, another one's come in and, it, and if you don't get on with them, it's it's horrible mm. and you start thinking about leaving. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I wonder if the delay in him signing or supposedly it being announced that he signed, I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that we've only signed two players so far? Possibly. What, you know what? What could actually be delaying that that signing? He played in the friendly at Villa, so we know he's in the country. Yeah. What is the issue? What have they got to work out? Is he waiting to the last minute to see if someone else comes in for him with a, a better offer? I mean, he might be. And then we have to make a, a decision, don't we? So there you go. We'll. Uh, let's hope it doesn't come down. To yeah, that. let's let's hope that isn't the case. Uh, what else happened this week? So Inketia scored a hat trick for the under twenty ones. Very promising. That was a perfect hat trick, if I'm not mistaken. A header, a right foot, and a left foot. Yep. So um, yeah, he's looking good. You know, we spoke last week about do we think it he'll was, he'll he, make it? Was he, he was captain as well? Was he? I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so pleased with that. Uh, Maitland Niles got called up, didn't he? He did. Sorry. Yeah, just on the under twenty one yeah. still. Uh, Reese Nelson scored as well. Oh, he did. Yes, I think yes. And I think important for England. Not that I give a shit, but. <laughs> It's important for England. Saka played for the under twenty ones. Yes. So, what does that say about Joe Willock? Perspectives that he's not chosen. Is it Nigeria? Nigeria, Yeah. Uh, He's looking good for England. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Willock. So he's obviously part of that Hale End Academy um, age group, if that's the right phrase to use, and he's the only one that hasn't been chosen for England. Really? You could argue, yeah, so you could argue, is he not seen as good enough for the England and 21 team? Or I think he usually does get called up, doesn't he? I yeah, just I, feel I, like he's not played much. Whether, I don't know whether that's got a, a, anything to do with it or not. A massive yeah. factor or not. Yeah. Um, he has become that 70th minute. Yeah. Classic Wenger substitute. There's always one person that will come off. Usually Ozil in this instance. And the same player. That and the same player. On. Yeah, always comes on. It used to be the same with Podolski. Used to be the same with Lacazette. You know, it's, it's that seventieth minute. Yeah. Right. Swap. So I hope he doesn't get boxed into being that type of player. But you know, time time will tell. Um, so yeah, that was good. Did you see who else did we have on international duty? We had Wendouzi playing for the under twenty ones. Uh, for France, yeah, I saw he was wearing number ten as well. He, was he? Yeah, he was. Uh, and who else did we have? We had Xhaka playing for Switzerland. Yeah, apparently put in quite a performance. He did. Yeah, yeah, and obviously opposite him was uh, Ben Leno. Yeah, in goal. In goal. Did you see that Xhaka wonder pass? Swazzy pass that he did. Whoa! Yeah, been watching Jeremy Lynch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was a left-footed David uh, Beckham at one point. Unbelievable. Um, do you do you think that like being away from Arsenal and being the big dog for for the Swiss, he's more relaxed, more confident, or do you think it's just? I think that was one game, just one game that he's. Yeah, I think he is. Um, I think he's slowly becoming the, you know, one of the first names on the team sheet for. Arteta, if I'm honest, and again we made reference to it last week, but um, 
I don't watch enough of Switzerland, if I'm honest, to say how, yeah, yeah, how good he is yeah, for, okay. for Switzerland. But from what I've seen, he does okay. He's, he's highly regarded in that setup. But it, look, it looks like he has a slightly different role for them, though, a little bit more forward. Yeah, which is surprising because I don't think he has the legs for that sort of role. But he's got a shot on him, hasn't he? He's got a shot on him and uh, he's got a good passing ability. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't remember any others. Oh, yes, of course, Kieran Tick. Kieran Tierney, Tierney for Scotland. Scotland. Um, Council did very well there. Yeah, love that guy. Love that guy. So, uh, all round a good week for the internationals and I don't think anyone's come back injured and that's the most important thing. Uh, has anyone come back with COVID though? Uh, we don't know yet. Yeah, TBC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that they've even gone ahead with these internationals. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a shambles. but Especially yeah. as it's only the... What's it called, this competition? Uh, I don't know. Something Nations. UEFA Nations League. Yeah, that one. And um, It's just a fancy way of selling a friendly. A friendly. Yeah. But look look how many people are in the, <laughs> are in the stadium. There's <laughs> fucking no one there, it's empty. Andrew. Yeah, it's empty. Um, that's the shambles. And when you think the Champions League had to all be played in one location, yeah. what, a month ago? Less yeah. than a month ago. And now all of a sudden everyone's all around Europe playing these games. It's just, just a bit stupid, isn't it? But there you go. Um, so, last thing, before we move on to a couple of questions. Uh, Arsenal travelled to Leicester in the Carabao Cup. Very tough start. Yeah. I think I've... Well, I- Go on. Well, as you say, I think Arteta would have maybe identified that as another trophy that we could possibly win, especially yeah. given that he's had, what, the last two, if I'm not mistaken, possibly three, but two seasons have been a winner with City. It's the first trophy of the season, after the Community Shield, of course, yeah, which we won. Um, you know, he might have thought that's a, that's a good chance to blood some rotational players as well. Um, I was, I've always been quite fond of the... What is known as the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, the League yeah. Cup, um, because like Arsene Wenger used to just, it was a chance to 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 watch these young, yeah, talents that were you know potentially Imagine. breaking through. We seen, actually, <laughs> well, no, some of them, some of them did all right, didn't they, and went on to different things. Just because if you don't make it, Arsenal, That's true. it's not the end of the world, That's is true. it? You it's know, still made a, career. a lot, and Arsene Wenger was very quick to point that out. Yeah, that a lot of his players went on to, to big things, just not at Arsenal. Yeah. And it just took a different stage of t- time for them to develop into the sort of final product. Yeah. Um, Carlos Bella, you know, he had a spell where he was... He's very good at Real Sociedad. Yeah. Um, I, I love watching him play. He's at LA Galaxy, and I was yeah. about to say, he was my sort of big regret that we let go. Because I think in time, he, he probably would have come quite good, I think. Yeah. He was a good it, finisher. Just a brilliant finisher, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, just right club, wrong times, kind mm. of how I felt with him. Any more players like that? Can you think of um, that sort of emerged in the... I can think of plenty of players that played in the League Cup, but none that have actually Ma- gone... Amari Bischoff? <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. Wasn't he signed for like 125 grand or something? Or something I mean, Jack, Jack Wilshire probably... One of his first games. He, I remember him having a good yeah, game. Yeah. Know. You think about him, you think about Cesc. You know, there's lots of Bellerin. Loads of them have come through the uh, through the League Cup and been able to play. But I can also think of lots of players that have played in as the Arsenal Wonder Kids and then not done yeah. quite so well. Jay Simpson. Yeah, was, you know, Jay Simpson. Uh, Quincy Awusu. Yeah, loads of skills, but no, no end product. Um, David Bentley. David Bentley, jeez. I mean, that is a throwback. He's retired, isn't he? He has, yeah. He got bored of football. Mad. Um, so, it, it kind of puts a lot of pressure on that game because we need those games to be able to play a second goalkeeper who's frustrated because he's not playing in the league or youngsters that are not going to get a lot of game time and might not even make it into the Europa League squad. You know, the Carabao Cup would be perfect for that. So, that's a tough draw. It's probably the toughest draw in in the cup, I think so. Yeah, they'll put a strong team out, I think, because they'll want a trophy as well. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's no point him, Rogers, being at Leicester, not progressing. And no. So he'll 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 want to win cool. something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we'll put a bit of a mix out. It'll be sort of fringe. So I think we might see someone like El Nenny playing that if yeah. he's still at the club. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You'll probably be one of the senior players. Yeah. Um, Emma Smith Rowe. So I think Smith Willock. Rowe would definitely play in that. And uh, Katia. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's those players and maybe some others that will come through from the. Burnt Leno, maybe. The, yeah. Depending well, on who's the cup keeper. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, we'll come on to our formation and starting lineup for the game at Fulham on Saturday in just a moment. A um, few bits before that. Uh, I tell you what, we've got some questions. Some of them relate to transfers. So we'll talk transfers in a second. And kind of linked with transfers, it's all about money. It is. And when you're owned by the Cronkies, you you know, you, you've got no money, have you? Or have you? Because the LA Rams, which is, as you said earlier, the NFL franchise uh, that's owned by the Cronkie family, were given a $500 million injection by the Cronkies, who are worth $8.3 billion US dollars, which is equivalent to about sixty-two billion pounds, uh, they were given five hundred million to help build the stadium. Um, and when you see, I guess, uh, one of their teams getting five hundred million, and then we're scrapping around for frees and loans, kind of makes you feel like these, you know, you're not the favourite child in the family. Yeah, it, yeah, I can see that. You're the cash cow paying. It looks like. Um... What I imagine, like, if your parents split up and, uh, you know, sort of uh, your stepdad bring, comes over <laughs> with his... God, with this his, analogy going? With his kids, you know, and he's got them a PlayStation for oh, Christmas, right, yeah. but he just got you an orange. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a name for another console. You just mean the fruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean a, a Nintendo orange. Oh, dear. Um, Catch you, though. Yeah, I can I can see where how this is a problem for people. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Arsenal got five hundred million to spend on stuff. Right. Okay. I mean, we had to sell our best players every single season yeah. to pay off a loan that allowed us to buy a stadium. But yeah, that was going to take us to the next level, but hasn't. So it, but um, the NFL doesn't work the same, does it? So they no. can't make they they don't make money. They don't sell the players, do they? They're, tra- um, they're traded. Is yeah, that right? that's right. They're traded, and obviously you've got a salary cap, and you've got a certain amount of money that you can operate within. Right. Um, but essentially, if your if your uh, owner wants to invest a load of money into your infrastructure, I suspect you're allowed to, based on what we're seeing and hearing. So. Yeah, I just wonder, because obviously with that comes transfers, and obviously we're talking transfers at the moment. We had another question come in from uh, I am Daniel underscore AFC, more commonly known as Daniel by the looks of it, on Twitter. And he's asked, who would you rather keep? And there's a number of players that he's put forward, and it got me thinking, well, in some instances, why can't we have both? And the reason we can't have both is that we've not been given 500 million by our owners. See, I, I, I don't really have, personally don't have a problem with it. You know, I get them. They're not the greatest owners in the world, and people want to see investment in the squad. But on the other hand, I I quite like Arsenal being self sufficient and being a club that can still achieve things within a budget that's set by themselves, rather than yeah, it's a load of money that from Daddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> when Chelsea go out and spend 80 million on a 21 year old German attacking midfielder, which they have done this Yes, week, they have. Can't have it. Yeah. We are the first fan base to throw a load of insults at them about it because of the money thing. Is that what you want your club to be? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Because to and compete. I, at the top yeah, level, because I appreciate what you're saying. It's good to be a self-sustainable model, etc., etc. I suppose I'm looking at it in two ways. One, we had to sell our players, our best players in the past, to be self-sustainable. It was all about finding gems, selling them big, and then going after the next gem. And when it was really a two-horse race between us and United, and then a three-horse race when we threw Chelsea into the mix, we had more of a chance. But now we're up against you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams to get that top four spot. So it's a, it's a harder market in that respect. Um, and also are we still achieving yes we won the FA Cup and the Community Shield and uh, you know there are some clubs that would bite their hand off for, for that uh, but is that is that our level 
I want to get back into the Champions League. I want to be, you know, pushing for the top uh, of the Premier League again. And I, I don't know if signing Willian on a free is the way to necessarily do that. Or with respect, and we've not really seen him play yet, Gabriel Magalash or William Saliba. You know, are they the signings they could turn out to be gems again? And, yeah. and, and it's about being smart in the market. But, you know, Chelsea are playing football manager. Yeah. And we're not in that ballpark so uh, yeah there is a there, yeah I'm looking over at uh, Stamford Bridge with a little bit of envy but hey shit happens but, um, yeah, you say that but then you know we knocked them out of the FA Cup well that's true that's true we'll see I guess the difference is Frank Lampard's come in there was a transfer ban in place he lost his best player in Eden Hazard he's kind of gone through all that adversity and now he's been given the opportunity yeah, to, they're basically to push on. Playing catch up in yeah. the window, aren't they? Yeah. They've had two windows in but one. Not spent anything. I mean, whether they can do that via you know, that counts under FFP or whatever. it does this season, I think, to to a degree, because of COVID and the lack of income coming in. You're only allowed to spend a percentage of your income, and if you've got no income, then what you're not going to spend anything. So I think they've done there's some sort of workaround rule where you can spend a bit more money than normal and not get punished by FFP. Um, so it's almost like this is the opportunity Cronkies this is the chance to say here's the money Arteta go and it kind of feels like we're not their number one sporting ambition at the moment we're not. so that's why they've kind of taken their eye off a little bit I do agree that you know being that we have brought a new manager in in Arteta that he should be backed mm. initially financially to get the players he wants in because yeah. how can he achieve what he wants without the right players? Yeah. And if they cost money and we haven't got the money, you know, yeah, I get it. They have to front up and say, okay, here's the cash. You know, yeah. we're backing you. Yeah. Yeah, okay, they don't do that, do yeah. they? But yeah. who cares? Fuck them. Well, you know, we ain't got a choice at the end of the day, no, so no. Uh, the, there's that side of it. Anyway, back to this question from Daniel. So he says, who would you rather keep? Uh, okay. So here you go, some quick fires for you. Yeah, sure. Guendouzi or Torreira? Guendouzi. Chambers or Holding? Holding. Mustafi or David Luiz? Luiz. Martinelli or Saka? Oh, that's a oh. one. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, would you fuck your mum and your dad? Oh, well, I was thinking, <laughs> you know, who's your favourite child, but whatever you're into. I haven't got kids. Okay, so Martinelli or Saka? Saka. Yeah. I think so. Do I? I don't know. There's that emotional attachment because he's one of our own, isn't it? All right, we'll skip past that. Uh, finally, would you rather buy the? This is going to be the ongoing saga for Arsenal this year. Thomas Party, or I forget his name. Saying first name Hassan, I think it is Awa. Yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, they're not the same player, I don't think. From what I've seen. Definitely two different people. Different, yeah. <laughs> two different type of players. Type of players. But yeah. I think his point is, you know, again, an ambitious club would be like, let's buy both. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Time will tell. Yeah. I have heard that there is a name out there mm. that's not been mentioned yet. Is this an exclusive? It's a, yeah, semi-exclusive. Semi. Dibby's got a semi. Come on. <laughs> So Are you going to reveal? Tell, no, I'm not. You're not going to reveal the uh, no, no, either no. the source or the player involved. No. Okay. Well, this is a good chance. <laughs> Can you imagine that on Sky Sports? I Breaking news. I don't know the player. That I just know that I've, there's a player. Okay. That we're interested in from a fairly reliable source. All right. I'm surprised it's not gone round a lot more. To be honest, but there how you did go. you hear this? About was this a long time ago, and oh, the name's still obviously not come out. Okay, so what? Come once the transfer window's over. If he's not signed, are you going to reveal who it is? Yeah, and okay. I'll out him for being a fraud. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the other question that we got was from AFC. I mean, I haven't answered the question ever. Of which party or? Oh yes, yeah. Well, I think Thomas Party, just because. I think we lack a lot of we. They both bring good qualities that we need. That's the, so that's why it's difficult. But that that sort of power in midfield that he he would bring power, mm-hmm. some strength, physicality, recovery. 
he's not the greatest passer from what I've seen, yeah. but transitions in, in a different way by yeah. breaking through the lines yeah, with yeah. the ball. And yeah. Whereas Awa would bring more creativity, yeah. which is also another thing that we've lacked. He, he but. reminds me of Samir Nasri. <laughs> Saying his name, Samir <laughs> Nasri. Yeah, he reminds me of him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So potentially, like that could be an, an exciting one. It seems like that he's the one that people people want. On Twitter, yeah, on Twitter. Who our? Yeah, yeah. Is that just because he's got better flicks and tricks with their Possibly, YouTube yeah. compilations? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a little bit younger as well. Is that right? He's twenty-two. I think so. Yeah, he's quite young. Yeah. Part is about twenty-seven. Yeah. But then, you know, we need we're buying the here players. now experience. Exactly, yeah. yeah we need a good balance and we have got a lot of young players. So. Yeah, right. The other question that we got was from at AFCAJT on Twitter, who says, I've just seen that Socrates follows Party now, on Instagram, I think he means. Uh, does that mean Party is coming or are they both going to Napoli? <laughs> it, well, I don't know. Well, there, there is no. Well, if he's going to Napoli, it means he's coming to Arsenal because no one ever makes it to Napoli if Arsenal are involved in the same transfer. Yeah, that's right. I think Socrates will go to Napoli, and I, think... I do think he will eventually. There yeah. seems to be quite a strong link there still. Well, um, he, he's supposedly going to replace Koulibaly, is that Koulibaly, yeah. yeah, he's going to Man City, Man City if so they eventually probably. stump up the cash. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, well, there are our questions this week. So, thank you everybody that got involved with those. So, we just mentioned it's uh, first game of the season, Saturday, 12.30 kickoff, live on BT Sport, Arsenal versus Fulham. And uh, about two seconds before we started recording, we said, hey, let's share who we think should be in our starting lineups and what formation we think they should play. So, uh, do you want to do that? Can do, yeah. Let's go. I'm excited, man. New right. season. Yeah, new season, new optimism. And as yes. someone once famously said, it's the hope that kills you. <laughs> it is, yeah. So uh, this will be fun to see how it pans out. I'm excited because of what happened at the end of last year, or last season, winning the FA Cup, winning the Community Shield. So two two good reasons to be positive. Yeah. I'm, I'm still somewhat... Re- that's the time. That's my bedtime reminder. <laughs> time for Diddley to go to bed with his semi. Um, but I'm somewhat, I don't know, underwhelmed still by our transfer activity. And I always feel like the transfer it's, window should yeah, be dusted yeah, before. I know, it's just been a weird, for everyone, it's just bad timing and mm. they've extended it, haven't they? And I think it. It'll go down to the wire. I think it probably will sign someone in the last week. Mm. Which always um, makes transfer. I mean, Liverpool haven't signed anyone apart from a Greek left back, have they? So yeah, but I mean, they they would argue that oh, well, they don't need anyone. Well, they do. If you want to keep winning, you have to keep improving mm. your squad. So well, I mean, for them, there's talk of did you win Alden going to Barca? Yeah, and they're going to use that money to buy Thiago Alcantara from Bayern Munich. So. Right. Yeah. I guess they're being quite smart in that respect, but hey, shit happens. We don't care about Spurs or anyone you just else. Be yeah. patient. I think we'll definitely bring in one more midfielder, and then it will depend on outgoings. Yeah. Uh, on that note, mm. Rob Holding, yeah, supposedly going on a season-long loan to Newcastle. Arteta's put it on hold for the time being. Yeah, I mean we are short in that, and you'll see when it comes to the. The lineup that we're going to go through. Yeah. Okay. So give me your formation first of all. Uh, I've gone for three at the back, yeah. two wing backs again, uh, two in midfield, and then the three up front. Just it's pretty standard. Yeah. At the minute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, who've you got in goal? Martinez. Ooh. I don't see any reason for him to not be in goal. Okay. Uh, until he has a bad game or two bad games, maybe. And what does that mean for Leno? It means he's got to work hard to get in. Well, yeah, there is that. Yeah. Does it mean he's now the cup? You know, the roles have reversed. He's he's the cup. Yeah, it does. Keeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I think. Anyway. 
And um, we'll come on to that. And what does that, what would that do to him? Would he be happy to settle and fight? I think so. I think I don't think you can throw the towel in this season after. Well, it's not even started yet. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know, do we? Yeah. But no, I think maybe next summer he'll look at it and he'll be at an age where potentially he could be Germany's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if he's not playing, he, he'll want to move. And same with Martinez. You know, I think that'll. They'll just battle it out this season and whoever comes out on top will stay and the other one will go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went for Bert Leno. And yeah, Girl. I can tell by your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went for Leno and Goal and I I feel for him and as much as he was, what, came second, I think we said, didn't we, in the Arsenal Player of the yeah. Season poll, he had a blinder and... Um, I feel sorry for him because it's almost like Martinez has come in and absolutely getting all the praise because he's been fantastic. Yet somehow it kind of feels like all of his good work's been forgotten because of how the season finished. It's a bit like when they do player of the season, you know, PFA awards. And it's almost, if you've had good from January to May, regardless of what anyone else has done from September to Christmas, that's what wins you the awards. And I kind of feel maybe that's kind of what's happened to Bert Leno a little bit. Um... I think if it was someone, let's say David Ospina, like we'll talk about a recent player. Yeah. I think if he did come in, and I don't think there'd be a debate there. No, he would go back to being He'd go back to being a cup keeper. But Martinez has shown a little bit more, hasn't he, I think? Yeah. He's quite commanding, and I like that he grabs... He catches stuff as well. Yeah, distribution is better. There's no doubt about yeah. that. You know, so yeah, he's got a good pass on him, and uh, it's a good, it's a good battle. And it's a nice problem to have, yeah, but I don't know yeah, if it's it a sustainable problem. It's not when we need money, is it? Yeah, when we need money, and also because we've been linked with a keeper from Brentford, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, oh, I forget his name. I think it's uh, David Raya. Yes. Yeah. Uh, We're raiding Brentford at the moment. Yeah, like well, is one, that why? Why won't get one free? <laughs> I don't know much about him, but I don't. Um, and just because he's come from the lower leagues doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean he's well. I say lower leagues respectfully because it's championship. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is there. But um, okay, so there's that goalkeeper. You said you've gone for. I, I funny, I've also gone for three four three. But the four being with the wing back. Yeah. yeah. So, who are your three in the middle? Uh, as in My centre-backs. Your centre-backs. I've gone for Holden, Louise and Tierney. Oh, okay. Good. Well, I've gone for Rob Holden, Louise and Gabriel to make his debut. Right, okay. Because he'll have Louise next to him, you know, both speaking, a bit of the lingo, guide him through. But I can see why he went for KT. I think it's too soon. Gabriel, yeah, he's chomping not, at the bit. He's not played at all, has he? He's he's not, not even trained. I don't think. I don't know. Is he not? No. So if not Gabriel, then it could be if he had hundred percent. Yeah, Arsenal dot com would have training pictures, a little training video of him running true, about. True. Buy his shirt. <laughs> Buy the pictures. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't thought of that. Mm. I didn't thought of that. In that case. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a quick sub there and change <laughs> Gabriel for Saliba because Saliba did play um right, yeah. okay. against MK Dons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he played against Villa or not, but uh, it seems like a sensible change to make in in light of you know current circumstances. Uh so there's your three at the back. Who have you gone for right back? Because that's a conundrum in itself. Yeah, it's an easy one for me though, Hector. As have I. Yeah. As have I. Why Hector over either Suarez or Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I just think with Kieran Tierney playing at left centre-back, um, he won't be on the left wing-back position, which I think Ainsley Maitland-Niles has shown that he's quite capable of 
filling. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't see that changing. I see him being being there again. Do you think uh, he'll go to Paris Saint Germain if they pay the money? Hector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they pay the money. I've, uh, He's won three FA Cups with us. I can see him leaving. I think he's ready for that challenge that supposedly he keeps talking about. Um, Maybe. Okay. So I'm guessing then at left wing back, you've got Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Yeah, yeah, main, yeah. Okay. And I've gone for Kieran Tierney. Right. So, okay. Middle of the park. Shaka and Ceballos. Snap. They formed a really good partnership at the end of last season. Yeah. Really good pivot. Uh, Again, we're a little short there. Uh, you know, is he going to play El Nani? Probably not. No. So it's it's quite an easy one for me there. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. I, again, I'm just thinking about Jacker. We were talking about before. Played for Switzerland last night. He's got to travel back and then potentially play on Saturday, the opening game of the season. It is mad, isn't it? The timing. Yeah, it is mad. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then who've you got up front? I'm guessing you've got a central striker and then a left wing, right wing. Yes, I have. So My centre forward would be Eddie Nketiah. Okay. With Oba on the left. That's a Bamiang. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've gone for Saka on the right, although right. you could flip a coin. If you've got a free-headed coin, because you could pay... William or Pepe there. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Saka will get the nod. Probably a little bit fitter. A few more, obviously playing for the under twenty ones. You know, he's got the game time under his belt. Mm-hmm. More energy. Yeah. Um, and he's been played out there recently, so I think Arteta is quite keen for him to to be familiar with that role yeah. for now. Yeah. Uh, Pepe looks. I think he come back a bit late. He had a child, or his uh, partner oh, right. had a okay. kid. Yeah, so I haven't seen him actually playing any preseason football at all, has he? He's been training, but I don't think he played. Uh, and Aubameyang on the left wing. Yeah. Do you think he'll continue to stay there this season? It's obviously not his preferred position. And also, I so see he went for Enketia down the middle over Lacazette. Yeah. Two questions there then. Uh, two questions. Do I? Uh, I do think Aubameyang will stay out on the left because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. People, are, I know people want to see him down the middle and think he'll get more goals, but does Laka get more goals playing down the middle? No, no. because he has to do so much work coming back that he doesn't get in the box enough from that centre-forward position. Him dropping deep it gives you um, gives you wide men the chance to, to come inside yeah. uh, and take that set, those central positions, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what what side we're attacking from. And I think that just works for Aubameyang. He, he scores a lot of goals from there. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, I'm not saying he can't play down the middle, um, but... Obviously, I'd like to see it, to see how he gets on. I would. I think he's been playing that left wing to to sort of fit a hole, if you like, because we've not had anyone available to really play that left wing position. Um, I've gone with Orba down the middle mm-hmm. because I think he's going to play Saka on the right wing, like you, because he's been testing him out there. But now that we've got William, who can play... Anywhere across the front three. I think he'll play William on that left wing. I can see your logic, but I think that will be a second half. Yeah, change. Change that might happen if we're not winning, maybe. I can just see that Fulham have only just come up. They're probably going to want to be quite cautious not to get rinsed in their first game. We'll probably be quite defensive and try and hit us on the counter. And I think we'll actually have a really attacking team. And I think the fact we've both gone for the wing-back option, who will overlap the sort of the wingers at the front. Um, yeah. Either way, we've got similar setups. 
and similar teams really, not not too dissimilar. So um, looking forward to it. Yeah, me Half too. Half twelve Saturday. See what happens. Score prediction. Uh, oh yeah, we should do a score prediction, shouldn't we? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three one Arsenal. That's weird. I was thinking. Yeah, I think three. I'm gonna say three nil then, just to be different. Yeah, I was thinking three one. Yeah. Yeah. I only say 3-1 because I still think we'll let goals in because our defence isn't going to be 100%. But I hope I'm proven wrong because, you know, that is something that we need to shore up this season. It is our defence. Um, and there you go. That's what an hour and a bit of waffling talking about Arsenal does. Yeah. Gone by on a flash. Thank you if you're still with us. Yeah, thank you very much. We'll be back next week. As um, we said before, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Blast Arsenal Pod. That is the handle. Thank you, Mr. Diddley. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes, just because it's good for our ego. But if nothing else, it shows that you uh, you're enjoying the show. Uh, anything else to add, Diddley? Uh, well done to Arsenal women for winning their opening fixture. Yeah, six one. Yeah, hammered Reading. Yeah. Did uh, you see that blinder of a goal? I did from uh, Vivian. Yeah. Mm. That was a cracker, yeah, yeah. Midi, yeah. Midi. I can't say that it. one. Yeah, yeah. That lady. <laughs> she's she's a good player. She is. Um, player of the season, I think. Yeah. Um, Jill trick who, if we'd spoken about the Arsenal women last week, which was on the agenda, but obviously we ran out of time. I I would have mentioned Jill Rod as being my standout to look for player for Arsenal women this season. Just so after she scored a hat trick, on hey, what are you yeah, going to do? Coincidences. <laughs> is she the player that we're linked with? No, she's a woman. She can't play in the in the men's team just yet. Maybe something for the future. Um, so I think that about wraps up this episode. Does it, Diddley? Yep. All right. Do All get right. in touch. As I say, always looking for your interaction, comments, questions, and anything else you wanted to discuss. Uh, just get in touch on the socials and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That'd be, That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. Until next week, did Five we? Stars. Yep. We will talk about uh, the Fulham game. So good luck, yeah, Arsenal. Come on, you gooners. Come on, you gooners, and enjoy wherever you're watching. Thanks very much. Ciao. You're listening to Blast from the Arsenal.